0: guys welcome to another episode of res hockey uh my name is trevor
1: and with me my co-host is
0: bush what's
2: up
1: bush not much trevor a little tired a little tired yeah we had a pretty long weekend but yeah. uh we'll talk about that later um what else is new nothing no just now it's finally nice out again for the Third time this month. <laughs> hey, it was supposed to snow tomorrow. Supposed to get like fifteen millimeters. Yeah.
0: Like, oh, I'm sick of the snow. Yeah. Me
1: too. Well, you're a skier, so you like the snow. <laughs> skier. Yeah, you're right. I did go skiing. It was good. Downhill skier. Yep. Yeah. Our guest for episode number
0: thirty-eight. Um. It's a we're good one. Change, yeah, we're changing things up. We're going to have uh, a different kind of guest on the show. Um, for episode 38, our guest will be Ashley Collingbull from Enoch First Nation. She is uh, <laughs> an actress, a model. <laughs> um, she's married to Mr. Racy Rabbit, who was on the show show
1: early on i think it was like number four it was in the top five the first first five he was was one of the beginners Mm -hmm. so thanks
0: racy for uh helping us get ashley on the show and we're we're looking forward towards uh to the interview so it's gonna be fun go ahead you can announce cuz of the week there
1: i would like it is my undue pleasure can you say that does that even make sense
2: yeah
1: uh, I, I guess Now it does.. Okay, Because <laughs> of the week it goes out to uh, our one and, the one and only uh, Jack Dawson. He's a uh, goalie for our Copperfin oldtimers and he organizes tournaments and teams to go away on such tournaments in Eveleth and Dryden last Chance and he organizes a summer tournament in August long not the jock Dawson that was on titanic that's from chippewa falls wisconsin just a just a heads up just to clarify yeah yeah just to
0: clarify there are two different jack
1: Dawsons. yeah this jock lives in uh um um, kuwaitan area and i'm sure if
0: he was (laughs) if this jack was in the like the titanic he would have jumped on the the door with it with claire yeah shared a door instead of (laughs) freezing and drowning <laughs> yeah so yeah thanks jack for all you do thanks, it's uh, it's been a fun season i uh, played a couple teams with jack for uh old timers tourneys and played against him in old timers so he's a swell guy he does a lot for the hockey
1: community in kenora yeah so thanks jack what about shout outs you have any shout outs this week just uh, lots of shout outs to well all the organizers of Dryden Lions Club I think they're the ones that organized their beer gardens and everything the social for the Dryden Last Chance tournament thank you for um, you know bringing life back to normal some kind of normalcy there's it was nice to get out to talk to people and not look through a mask and you know it's just good to have a hockey tournament again
0: how do you feel not wearing a mask in public like Going to Safeway, the arena, and just public places.
1: I don't, I yeah, I like it. But if if uh, I support businesses that still enforce it, I'll still go there and I'll still wear a mask. Oh, yeah. It's not a big yes. deal, right? Yeah. No, I said, you know, you, you still see people with masks. And I enjoyed not being sick for two years because people covered their mouths with sneezing and washing their hands. It was nice. Knock on wood. <laughs> Knock on wood. Yeah, no kidding yeah I don't mind it either, but if
0: if I have to, I'll wear one. it's not a big deal <laughs> no. it's I'd rather be safe than sorry and it's it's not a big i don't know it's people overreact when they say, Oh, you're just violating my rights like come on people this, it's no. a mask
1: yeah no it's, uh, people get people confuse rights and privilege so it's uh a, it's a privilege to go in a restaurant. It's it not is a right <laughs> exactly. The, for example, there's still golf courses in the southern United States that Tiger Woods can't even get a membership to. Uh, and it's a privilege to go to a golf course. It's not a human right. Yeah, true. True
0: that. Uh, let's talk about the Will Smith slap. I know it's not hockey related, but it's it was such a big, it's a a big, big thing. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Well, there's 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 two there's a couple sides to it. Obviously, there's a uh, did Chris rock take it too far I don't think he did there's been a lot of worse jokes yeah there's made lots made on made on celebrities and partners that do I think it was staged a little bit absolutely you think it's staged yeah I think it was why would you slap a guy would you ever slap a guy I'd more I'd probably punch a guy see that's why I think it was staged if you're mad at someone for Okay, if I'm a total stranger and I and I and I'm making fun of Paula, would you close your fist or would you open your hand on oh, I'd, when you hit strike me? I'd close. I'd freaking punch you. Yeah, I, I think it was staged to a degree. Like I think, like,
2: hmm.
1: like, uh, after I, all I the know. things, Will Smith
0: is such a loyal guy. Like off after all the things she's done, like yeah. she cheated on him and. So, and he decides to stay with her, and she's still fucking. I don't
1: yeah. know. It's it's weird how all that stuff happened, right? Yeah, but they're saying what well, um the but she has a medical condition that's caused her hair to 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 her her hair loss. I, I'm but, I don't don't ask me to pronounce it because I'm not. It's some but to me, lie. it looks like she just shaved her head. Though Does, is she losing it's, hair like a bald person or? Yeah, there's there's some bald spots, and uh, maybe she doesn't want to wear a wig. She just so she shaves it, and then uh, maybe we'll, Took offense of the gi jane joke (laughs) i don't know (laughs) oh geez i have a sore stomach
0: (laughs) uh we would like to congratulate the pbcn stars on winning the senator's cup this past weekend in prince albert um former guest devin buffalo was the winning tender for the for the stars (laughs) so congrats guys it was uh, on the Fre- Francis Askinu's Facebook page. They were uploading. They were going live for a lot of the games, so it was good to see that hockey again, and good to see uh, people in the crowds. It was yeah. that rink in Prince Albert was pretty full, and looking forward to more tournaments. Yeah, it's like like Manitoba West. There's more tournaments compared to Ontario. Yeah, Quebec,
1: right? I wonder why why is that this like ice arenas ice time i don't know like we, we barely have enough ice time as it is for adults here never mind tournaments the big tournament here in kenora is called the north
0: american do you think they should have kept that tournament and just kind of just waited out do you think they
1: pulled it the, pulled the gun too quick and cancelled it and now they could
2: things have made it are like are open and
1: do you remember when there was the first one called Three? yeah they can move they should have had that one they should have just made a number of like 10 teams. Yeah. And just maybe six old timers
0: and four women or just cut it down and yeah. And make it open. That's when you'll yeah. get all the good players and people mm-hmm. will pay to come see the good <laughs> players. <laughs> yeah. Cause I know like there's a tournament, tournament this in, year. Yeah. In, there's a tournament in Portage La Prairie and, and when is it? april then the oxana cup and regina in may so that's only two tournaments that i hear of so but yeah it's good to see the plus you got the freddy in may can't wait for that yeah, one that's gonna be a good one just uh head reminder fyi bush and i will be at the freddy yes we're gonna be selling more mer- res hockey podcast merchandise so We're going to be walking around with a cardboard (laughs) sign. Yeah. Hoodies for sale.
1: (laughs) Need beer money. Yeah. We'll play for hoodies. (laughs) We're going to be in the lobby flexing our stick trying to get
0: picked up for a team. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So. (laughs) I wonder if we have to, should we set up a booth there? Like
1: selling shirts and we need like a banner. Yeah, we do. We need we need lots of things. We need lots of things. <laughs> okay, one we
0: need a banner. Yep. Two, we got to get more clothing, like hats, hoodies, yeah. t-shirts. What else? And then we need a table. And a t- Well, I'm sure the arena will, unless you bring out a fold up table and
1: fold up table.
0: Instead of paying, I'm sure we have to pay like a, a, a weekend fee for setting up a table. We'll just sit yeah. it up outside. It's it's going to be May to sit outside the arena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Championship Sunday. Yeah. So if you guys want hats, t-shirts, or hoodies at the Freddy, we'll be there selling them. Yep. Yeah. Bush will have eight by tens for $10. Mm-hmm. An
1: extra five to personalize it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that photo bomb. Oh, freak. So what else? Uh, have you
0: seen the Calgary Hitmen play this past weekend? They wore special, uh, special, specially made jerseys, orange jerseys. They were pretty, uh, pretty cool. Uh, I like it that junior teams are really um, working with First Nations to promote the awareness of
1: all, what is now? it? children lives matter? Yeah, all child all all lives are. Is it <laughs> all, all <laughs> yeah, children? Matter. Think about that one. Children, lives matter. Something. Right? Right. Is that it? Every child comes home. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck. We're we're just uh uh <laughs> <laughs> let me google it. Where are you guys going? Oh uh, Evelith, uh, uh, Minnesota. oh Minnesota every child matters there we go We're is poor. that it what did i say i don't know i, I think remember. i said children lives matters oh yeah something i'm totally
0: confused now what is it I, I don't know it's monday people so give us a break yeah Calgary. okay i'm freaking googling it <laughs> every child matters did i say that what did they say i can't remember i can't remember either, even though it's no. like two seconds ago <laughs> but yeah they have pretty sick jerseys and they're yeah, cool. gonna be auctioning them off so i'd like to. i wonder if they sell like replica jerseys oh, i love really? the orange i like the two feathers beside the the logo there and they have sh- Feathers on the, sh- on the arms. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. So, yeah, it's awesome. Support. That's why I always say support these junior organizations. They do a lot for the, com- the First Nations communities. So, the, uh, the organization I scout for the Cam River Fighting Walleye mm-hmm. had a similar night last month. So, go out there, support these junior players because they're doing lots to help. Us First Nations people um, with promoting the awareness, right?
1: So, go watch some good hockey. Yep, good Good hockey. Good hockey. Really good hockey. It is underrated, actually.
0: I I it is. It's a lot of these guys are they're going to some of them will make it to the show. A lot will play pro, go to college. Look like remember Harry York? He played tier two junior one-year minor, then he was playing for St. Louis Blues. Mm-hmm. It just shows you that anything's possible
1: when you have that that heart and that talent. Yeah. So, What about, how's your Oilers doing? Why, okay, next question. How was the game on Saturday? I said, okay. Um, I just have to say that if you score five goals in national hockey, you should be able to win the game. Not get outscored. Nine to five. Nine to five. Nine to five. That's crazy.
2: Jeez.
1: I would love to hear
0: Connor McDavid like blow up and just let everything out. Yeah, because I think he's like keeping all that stuff and not because he doesn't oh, no. say much during press conferences and no, interviews. No. But imagine giving him a couple, uh, couple drinks, some, uh, yeah. some iced teas, and he'll just be. <clears throat> Somebody's
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just bashing the oilers
1: because yeah. Of, are they wasting his career? That's the big question. Well, I mean, Claude Giroux, right? He finally got traded. Yeah. See what you get, Oilers. See what you get when you trade Bear. Yep. Yeah. You get the you get the bad bad stuff. The bad juju. hmm We won't call it else though. Juju's good. Yeah. So, it's what you get so don't mess with the bear mm-hmm. you I'm, gonna kept kept for, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be cheering for carolina in the playoffs I'll, I'll call it all right now mm. i'm watching carol i'm gonna watch carolina i'm gonna watch edmonton if they make it you
0: gotta get one of those hartford whaler jerseys like the I three know, jerseys that would be, that in would be sick put bear and crease Lavix. yeah so you should that'd be cool to get Since bear is pretty much the same in Cree and Ojibwe, is it spelled the same? Have you ever noticed the syllabics? Yeah. Uh, No, never noticed it. I remember growing up, we were always like our Cree class growing up in elementary school. We were always uh, taught how to write in Cree syllabics, but I don't remember much. The only thing I remember is writing my,
1: I know now is writing my. Or right my name. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. But uh, with that being said, we'll uh, go
0: to our interview with yeah. Ashley Collingball. So let's go. Let's do it. Hey, guys. Ritz Hockey would like to introduce... Our guest for episode 37, she is from Enoch First Nation in Treaty 6 Territory in Alberta. She's an actress, model, jingle dress dancer, and she is married to guest number four, Mr. Racy Rabbit. Rice Hockey would like to introduce you to Ashley Collinbow. Welcome to the show, Ashley.
3: Hey, thanks for having me. I'm like, not an athlete
0: but I'm married to (laughs) her. That's awesome. Um, Off air, we were talking about um, your past weekend. Uh, You and Racy went to Prince Albert and you watched them play some hockey. How, how, how did that go?
3: It was nice to watch him play again because, you know, I was obviously sad when he retired. I was sad to leave the leg life and watch my man. But, you know, now I get to watch him as a coach. And it's like so amazing to see him grow and like do something he really loves and, you know, teach all his skills and everything he's ever learned onto the next generation. So that's amazing. But I was pumped. To go to a res tourney finally and you know be in public like without masks again yeah. and like actually see people smiles and see everyone happy and because of all the news that just came out about like things that i've just uh i guess excelled in people were really excited to see me so i was just excited to like see everybody and you know me and way we even got hooked up with a lot of gear while we were I there see. from like from different uh brands so we just felt like so welcomed and everyone was just so kind and you know I just can't wait for the next tourney he better win first and MVP <laughs>
0: <laughs> is it nerve-wracking watching them play like are you worried that oh he might get injured oh don't hit him don't slash him are you every uh, time
3: every time I'm stressed like I get so into it and my palms start sweating and then if I see someone try to go after my man so I'm like am I gonna have to go down and fight this guy to have to find him number 55 in the dressing room that's what I was thinking (laughs) but he was okay and I'm like I know it's all part of like the game and it's fun like obviously I get stressed if I ever see him fight or get injured but You know, there's, there's always him coming back from hockey before. What I remember is always like bruises from blocking shots, cuts, (laughs) scrapes. It's always something because he's putting his body on the line. Right. Yeah. So hear a lot of complaining when he gets home and, you know, I got to give him some rubs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How is it with coaching? Is it the same? Are you uh, sitting at the edge of your seat, just nerve wracking and just nervous for him? Or is it different from player to coach?
3: Honestly, I'm still stressed. These kids <laughs> stress me now. I mean, they're not kids, but they're men, right? Young men that he's coaching in the BCHL. And, you know, I'm really into it because like I I've, I've gotten to know uh some of these players. Like we've had them at our house and whatnot, had them over for dinner and for the Super Bowl. And they've taken part in like different walks for us for the reconciliation day walk. And like I've gotten to know them. So it feels like I'm getting to know their parents too when they've come out. And it's Like such a nice community, honestly. But watching him coach, seeing him in his element, and like you could see him moving his hands around (laughs) and gestures and whatnot. I'm like, what are you saying? Hit it from there to there. You know, I never wonder what he's saying, and I'm like, it's weird because I'm just in the crowd. But no, I'm super pumped. And his team's in first place, and I guess they've never like been in first place since like 2009. So for him to just step in that role and his first time, and now they're in first. And playoffs start this week, so. I'll be stressed. <laughs> I'll be
0: stressed. <laughs> Do you uh, pick out his clothes as a uh, game time suit or
3: does he pick it out? Oh, he, he knows what he needs to wear. I just drop it off at the dry cleaners and make sure it smells good, but you know, he'll show off his outfit and be like, this is what I'm wearing. And I'm like, he looks great. You know, he's obviously been doing this for years. So I see him in all his uh, game attire. And looks the same to me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, you guys lived in Jacksonville, Florida, while Racy was playing for the Iceman. How was it uh, the life of a hockey wife while uh, Racy was playing?
3: Well, you know, like I've actually lived with Wacy in Florida and like all these different parts in Europe. So it was different in the States. You know, everything's kind of similar to back home, similar to Canada, which I liked, And I was able to like go visit my family and Obviously, I've never been in such a warm place for hockey, so that was amazing to be in, like, a cold rink and then somehow <laughs> go to the beach still. But in Europe, you know, it it was such a different experience because it's just, you know, these two natives living out in Europe, trying everything <laughs> new, you know, things I've never experienced before. But it really, like, opened my eyes to the world. Like, me and Wasey have traveled so much and experienced so many things together that you know a lot of indigenous people haven't gotten the chance to so for us to like you know have those experiences and you know share them it's just it's amazing we have like such great stories we could tell our future children so that's something to look forward to
0: as a hockey wife how important is your support uh for racy as a player and now as a coach
3: it's so vital so important to you know give him that support like I go to every single game and everyone always asks me they're like do you go to the hockey games because he's not playing he's coaching I'm like no I'm still at every single game cheering him on you know when I was cheering him on in Jacksonville or wherever we were in the world like if it was a a tough game you know I support him after even if it was like a great game there's still that support and that encouragement and I think he just loved that he finally had someone to make him his pregame meal because the way he made it was really sad. <laughs> till I came along, you know, till I came along, all the good meals came into the house. <laughs> so, uh, What was his
0: uh, go-to pregame meal?
3: Before I was around, it was just always like chicken and pasta. And yeah. he just made it like the saddest way I've ever seen. <laughs> And like, then I started making him like chicken fried rice, all these different things. Like now he has like all like these amazing meals to eat every night. And <laughs> and, and I'm like, wow, your fridge was so sad before I got here. It was literally just condiments, some chicken and chew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can he admit that though, that he was a pretty bad cook?
3: um he's not like a bad cook he just can only make a handful of things and the handful (laughs) of things he can make like on the barbecue are really good and he's really good at soup and sandwiches (laughs) (laughs) just add water
2: (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) so if he was gonna cook you supper what was his go-to meal like the one like bam here's your your uh here's your dinner for tonight
3: Oh, well, I know I could definitely count on some mushroom soup and bologna sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I know he'll do it really good. <laughs> and then like, that's what I really love. Like, that's my favorite soup and sandwich. So I'm like, if he makes that, I'm like, golden winning meal. <laughs>
0: proud <of> you, babe. <laughs> do you add a lot of crackers or do you just add a little? Oh,
3: I add a lot of crackers. That's how
0: I am too. I kind of make have- it really dry, the soup.
3: Like, even in crackers and butter as a snack, like little cracker butter sandwiches, yeah. that's unreal, too.
0: <laughs> I had crackers and cheese whiz yesterday as a snack. Oh, awesome amazing. That's, yeah, that's still good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your favorite NHL team. Who's your uh, favorite team?
3: I have to say this because I am from... Alberta I'm from Edmonton so obviously I gotta cheer on my hometown the Oilers <laughs> and Wacy is the rival because he's like a big flames fan.
0: So, so how was it how our was relationship it is the
3: battle of Alberta
0: <laughs> did you guys watch oh, you the mean, game on Saturday
3: he was actually playing um at that time in the tournament But the whole arena kept announcing the scores. And I was like, what a close game. And then once it was nine to five, I was just like, okay, this is sad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that's all he kept talking about. Even today, he was playing that song, nine to five. (laughs) And I was like, can you stop?
0: (laughs) So what do you think, like, with McDavid, Do you think the Oilers are kind of wasting his career because they're not winning? They're not really improving. And do you think they're kind of just wasting his career, like his prime years?
3: I don't ever want him to leave, but (laughs) (laughs) we need McDavid. I'm like, that's like our team. You know, I'm like, that's what we need. Need a new goalie. That would be great. But I hope they never leave, but. For his own benefit like I think eventually he should for his own career yeah like if I'm not being selfish (laughs) David should eventually leave for his career but that would be more beneficial but for the Oilers fans like myself you know don't leave us
2: yeah (laughs) my uh
0: co-host his his favorite team's the Oilers so we I always bug him and I think he's getting tired of the same. I keep asking him that, like, what should the Oilers do? Should they keep them or trade them? Because obviously I don't think they're, they're going to be winning anytime soon. So it's it's a touchy subject, right?
3: Yeah. It, we, we could benefit from a goalie a lot. Yeah. But I'm like, that could probably change the game for us.
2: Yeah, but, for sure. Know,
3: I'm not dissing nobody. I'm just <laughs> saying. Just saying from what I've seen. <laughs>
0: Uh, you were the first indigenous woman to model for the popular sports illustrated swimsuit edition how much of an honor was that for you
3: i i'm still kind of in shock about it you know like it was just so surreal to find out and then once i've seen it like in print that they've announced that i am the first indigenous woman i was like okay this is this is real you know and And just the amount of, like, messages I've received from, like, so many, like, men and women and girls, like, saying, like, and they're all Indigenous, saying, like, how amazing it is to see, like, someone, you know, breaking these glass ceilings. And, like, finally, right? Because representation is so important. It can go so far. And, you know, once you see, like, a dream happen and, you know, you're Indigenous, you think, like, you know, that can also happen for me as well. And that's why, you know me being the first is like great and all but the most important thing about it all is that I'm not the last like I will never be the last and that's like what makes it so worthwhile is that you know I know I'm opening the door for another woman to walk through and be in this space and you know I just want her to feel comfortable and confident in this space because this is like a space where so many people have told me I don't belong like in the modeling world and whatnot they always tell me like oh you're native you don't belong no one can relate to you like being indigenous is not beautiful like I've been told all these like horrible things and now you know I own who I am I'm proud of my indigenous background I'm proud to be like Plains Cree, and you know everyone's seeing that now I'm with Sports Illustrated like everyone knows what Sports Illustrated is so yeah. to see that it's just really remarkable in my life and I there's a lot of doors opening now since then so I just like I cannot wait to see where I am next
0: year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. That's awesome. Uh, You were on the TV series Blackstone where you played Shia. Uh, Did you always want to be an actress? How, How did that come about?
3: I actually always wanted to be an actress, but I was way too shy. So before I even did that, I actually started my entire career in cartoons. And no one knows this really. So like, I can make like so many different kinds of like weird voices and stuff (laughs) and people are just like blown away. They're like, that is really creepy. (laughs) (laughs) So that's actually how I made my transition into, you know, into film and like being in front of the camera. And it's just crazy how it went from cartoons to, you know, acting with some legends and that's just like really incredible.
0: Are you going to uh, try to continue... Uh, acting or is just yeah.
3: Modeling really well, like modeling takes continue? up a lot of time for sure, but like I filmed Tribal last year and that just came out not too long ago, and I'm doing a bunch of auditions, so that's like nonstop. So I might actually be filming something in the summer. I can't say. I'm just <laughs> waiting to hear back. <laughs> I'm like just waiting to hear back, but like there's a lot of different opportunities and things that are coming up for me, and it's not just like acting. Like yeah. I. I surprisingly have a lot like I'm um, I have two jewelry campaigns coming out like the official Ashley Collinville collection which I'm excited about well Ashley Rabbit now (laughs) Ashley (laughs) Rabbit collection (laughs) and then um, I'm having a book that I'm writing that will be coming out next year it's going to be published by Harper Collins and that's like really major so you know it's it's honestly crazy to see like where my life has gone and you know I'm so happy like way has been here the whole time just supporting me
0: that's good that's awesome that's good to hear um if you could pick a first nations actor if you play in a movie or tv show who would that actor be
3: who would play me or or i would play
0: or who yeah who would you know who would who would you (laughs) play if if you were going to play someone in a movie then say
3: let's say if it's a native person, I would always want to be Buffy St. Marie. She has like yeah. the most, like, I don't want to swear, but the kick butt story, yeah. <laughs> you know, like her story is just so phenomenal. And even to this day, like in her age, she's still rocking, still doing yeah. so much stuff. And plus like she was, um, she was a really like instrumental part in my life when I competed in my first pageant, she was the one who actually encouraged me when like, The world was against me, you know, when the media was trying to tear me down for being a native woman in a pageant, you know, she was the one that reached out to me and pushed me gave me words of advice. And at that time, you know, there was no one really doing what I was doing and to have Buffy reach out and make me feel good about like representation that just gave me this like fire under my butt. And I was like, okay, Buffy's pushing me. I'm like, (laughs) this is real. Like, you know, don't hold back. own who I am and yeah Buffy would just be such an unbelievable story I think and that's a story that needs to be told oh it definitely
0: does yeah I met her one time and this news reporter asked her after her concert where did you get your clothing and your jewelry from and Buffy just straight face told her Kmart and it was just that the reporter's (laughs) face just went blank it just she didn't know what to how to react to that. And Buffy just started laughing. And she said, Yeah, I went to Kmart and I this is where I got my stuff. And she's so down to earth and such a awesome, awesome person.
3: Yeah. That's what I love about her is that she's like always stay true to herself, regardless of like all that success. She's still yeah. like so humble and down to earth. And I love that.
0: Exactly. Uh music, what's uh currently on your
3: playlist? I work out a lot so um, I listen to a lot of like hip-hop workouts or like dance kind of like hard stuff (laughs) but but sometimes because like I'll after my workouts I'll practice my powwow dancing my jingle dancing like I'll listen to a lot of powwow music so my phone is like honestly all over the place I love old school music like Etta James way back and then I love 70s 80s 90s I'm not really too much of a fan of like all the music kids are listening to yeah. now because I don't know who all these little rappers are. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like I'm from a different generation now, I guess. So uh, I'm listening to older music, but you know whatever vibe I'm feeling, I'll play.
0: The Super Bowl halftime. How excited were you when and like Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Mary J. Blige played?
3: I was like, classics. I was pumped. I think that was like the only thing I was pumped for, for the Super Bowl, because like we had all this food. And I think that was the one thing I was really excited about. And then the halftime show. I'm like, this is what I want to see. So, yeah, that was unreal.
2: So
0: when you mentioned power music, who who are you listening to?
3: I'm always listening to Northern Cree. (laughs) (laughs) Always i yeah, like, I listen to Northern Career, Fawn Wood. Like, it just, it really depends, like, what I'm feeling.
2: Yeah. But,
3: like, it, and honestly, sometimes I just like to blast that while I'm driving into town. It just feels <laughs> like I'm going to the power or something. I just get real pumped up. You know, when you, like, hear the drum beat, it just, like, I don't know, it just, like, lights something in your yeah, heart. Yeah, You feel like your heart's racing for some reason. And I'm like, I love that feeling.
0: Uh, when you and Racy are uh, driving together, who uh, who picks the music?
3: me <laughs> because my <laughs> phone is always instantly plugged in um like I'll plug it in and I'll play music and we'll we'll just really go on shuffle sometimes we'll have to really go through it because it's like that's way too hard for right now ash and I'm like oh that's, that's my workout music <laughs> <laughs> but if it's like we're just chilling if he has the music it's always like country or we're listening to like different podcasts about hockey it's one or the other
0: <laughs> are you a big uh, country music fan
3: he got me really into country you know my my grandparents they listened to country and like I wasn't like huge into it but now with Wacy and like his family is a big rodeo family all country like now it's a pretty big part of my life <laughs> I didn't realize how emotional country music is I'm like, oh man this is for sure and right? stuff <laughs> yes every
0: song is like that <laughs> uh designers who are some of your uh, favorite uh first nation designers like is there anyone
3: that i could name
2: so many (laughs) so many
3: let let me see like bethany yellowtail like sky eagle collections like in beadwork like i really love um caitlin ward's beadwork i love indie city and i'm actually doing some collabs with some of these People nice stay tuned for that <laughs> but yeah like there's honestly there's so many native designers like I have it all on like my socials but yeah um, there's so many talented like native designers in Indian country that need to be highlighted
0: yeah a lady at my work taught me and my co-worker taught us how to bead and that took mm-hmm. us so long and I think a lot of the ladies that bead they underestimate like the pricing that they sell their stuff for right mm-hmm. because it takes so much time and the beads aren't cheap too right like
3: well it's... i consider like beadwork to be like luxury items because it takes it takes so long be- beads aren't cheap yeah. i'm like and like the work that they have to put into it how long and they have the hands of a doctor basically <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so they should be paid for their work because it's it's a luxury item
0: yeah for sure i totally agree with you there Okay, um, advice. What advice would you give young First Nation youth?
3: I would say to, you know, always be proud of who you are and where you come from, regardless of what people say, because, you know, so many people have told me I don't belong and, you know, been trying to give me insecurities because of that, because of who I am. And I've realized over time I had to just learn and love to appreciate myself for the way it was created because, you know, creator made us this way for a reason and I always tell the youth to, you know, live fearlessly. Don't let fear stop you from chasing your wildest dreams. Because if you ever limit yourself, you'll never know who you can become. So I'm like, never set limits for yourself, you know, dream big, because why not? Yep. You know, why not? Why not think you can do these things? And like, it's possible if you put in the hard work.
0: Okay, before we let you go, we always finish the, the interview with five rapid NIST questions they're kind of uh they're they're funny and sometimes (laughs) yeah um they were pretty funny when racy answered these questions
2: oh my god
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay uh first question baked or fried bannock
3: fried (laughs) really
0: not (laughs) not too many people like baked bannock i'm a baked bannock kind of guy
3: it's I not like baked bannock from having just soup. I'm like, but fried bannock, like there's just so many ways you can yeah. have that with sandwiches and yeah. everything. I'm like, there's... I'm like, True. I like my fried greasy banks.
0: <laughs> uh number two, ever use a bed sheet for a door or
3: a curtain? I think everyone has. We've mostly used blankets. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the thinnest blanket you could yeah, find. A star I think blanket. all natives have done that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anyone that has, but yes, I have.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Number three, ever see Ernest mooney live in concert?
3: No, never. Actually, wait, maybe. No, yeah. I don't think ever. But it's crazy because that's like probably the one person I've never seen. Heard everything, seen yeah. everything online, one person. Have it wow.
0: okay. Number four Indian taco or bannock burger.
3: Indian taco just goes with my love for fried bannock, <laughs> and I'm like, I, I just, I'm like, how can ugh. you know I can have a burger, a bannock burger, and whatnot, but like yeah. Indian taco, nothing compares.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fifth and last question Can you jig?
3: Yes. I actually yeah. can, this is a great story. So growing up, like I actually was doing jigging competitions oh, back nice. in the day. Yeah, so like I would <laughs> go and compete and do jigging competitions. And I think the only reason I was really good at it is because I was a tap dancer. Okay. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I would use my tap moves, but here's a fun fact for you. Wasey can also jig now because, and you know what? He can jig in heels. <laughs>
0: Yes, I remember him saying that in our, uh, when we interviewed him, he said, I asked him, can you jig? And he said, yeah, and that he did in heels. And there's a video somewhere of him. Yeah, there is.
3: It's because uh, me and my mom, we would have like an annual gala to like raise funds for um, Indigenous women in in shelters. And uh, it's called In Her Shoes Gala. So we have a fun portion at the end of the gala where the men will jig in high heels. And I actually lied to Wacy and said, way you have to jig really hard because whoever wins I was like we didn't tell anyone this we just told like Wacy and yeah. like my sister's boyfriend at the time I'm like whoever wins wins ten thousand dollars he was like what i was like yeah so jig really hard babe jig really hard and he was jigging real hard against this other guy just sweating and then he eventually won and then i had to tell him in front of everyone i'm like this is a charity gala what makes you think (laughs) we're gonna give you ten thousand dollars so i was like i just wanted to see you disco real hard and then he was named mr in her shoes Sashed him and everything
0: (laughs) is that online that
3: I have a video. I
0: do. That's stuff like gold. I would love to see that one of these times.
3: I'll have to send it to you.
0: (laughs) All right, Ashley, thank you for coming on the show. Um, I appreciate uh, you taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, come on the podcast. We appreciate it. It was fun. Yeah.
3: Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: It's fun to share
3: things from this side.
0: (laughs) Yes, for sure. That's awesome. All right. Thank you and uh, take care.
1: All right, see ya. Okay,
2: back. hey guys, welcome
0: back. That was a great interview with Ashley. Um, it was awesome to have her on the show and just share her experience as an actress, as a model, and as a hockey wife. It's something that we at Res Hockey wanted to talk about. It's just the, the other side of the hockey, the hockey life, just the the hockey wife, the hockey girlfriend and all the support the love and support that they give the hockey players it's um i don't think hockey players can go without their support and all the things that they do away from the rink cooking the meals washing and packing the, their clothes when they're going on a trip and like money wise too like <laughs> there are, a lot of them are are the money people that t- take care of the money and stuff like that so it, it's awesome to see and i'm glad that we had ashley and yeah it was a fun interview so thanks again ashley and racy and thanks racy for um setting up the interview i told racy that he was our uh native native our niche agent and he just laughed because a lot of uh other guys like judd and uh colton i guess he's uh aka their agent he's uh the agent for them too so it's awesome to see um i'm by myself for this part of the show uh, bush is working nights so he's unable to come as i mean 12 hour shifts right when you're working 12 hour shifts it's long so you come home sleep most of the most of that time so you don't have much time on your hands when you're working those long shifts so i'm kind of glad i don't work those long shifts I'm uh, happy with my six-and-a-half-hour days. So, yeah. So, if if you're listening, Bush, we don't miss you. (laughs) It's Just kidding. It's kind of weird doing this show by yourself. Remember that Wayne's World movie when Wayne got fired and Garth had to do the show by himself? And he was, like, kind of freaking out, Um, sitting on the couch and just being all weird. Yeah, that's how I feel right now. I feel like Wayne. No, Garth. I feel like Garth from Wayne's World. Just, hey, not. So, hey, it is what it is. Uh, Rez Hockey Top 5. Uh, Bush wrote this one. It is the top, Rez Hockey Top 5 reasons why you jump ship in the tournament. So, let's go. Number five. You walk into a dressing room and find out there's only four players. (laughs) That's hard. Number four, another team has nine players, and you're the 10th. Okay. (laughs) Eh. Number three, you're pissed off at your buddy for jumping ship last month, and now you're going to show him. Hey, payback's a bitch. Number four, the girl you're trying to date asked you to play for her brother's team. Hey, nothing wrong with scoring some brownie points, I guess, eh? And the last for top five excuses for jumping ship, you just broke up with your girlfriend and you don't want to play with her family. But is it worse still playing against her family? Like, if you're going to play say if you guys meet up in a semis or quarters and you end up playing her family, don't you think that they're going to like try to stick you in just really cross check you for breaking up with their sister, because I know I would. If I was, if I, if I was going to play against my sister's ex, and I knew that how he was, I'd be cross checking him and slashing him every chance I get. I'd be chasing him around the around the ice with my stick. So, ah. so that was your top five, and that was brought to you by Mister Dennis Major, aka Bush. So. If you guys have any ideas for top five, just uh, shoot us a message and we'll uh, be more than happy to share your top five because honestly once in a while I get totally blank. like I'll just hit a wall and I can't think of anything to write and it's always good to get to get some feedback from from you guys and So any feedback is good feedback. Um, This past weekend, Bush and I, we played in that old-timers tournament called the Last Chance Tourney in Dryden, Ontario, home of Chris Pronger. And uh, he and I, we played in one division. They have a 35-plus division, 45-plus division, and a women's division. So I decided to play in a 45-plus division. And... After our first game, I guess a buddy of mine who was playing in the 35 division said his team needed players. They only had five players. So I was like, okay, I, uh, I'll i play both divisions, 35 and 45. But there's a thing in the rules this year that you could only play in one division. I didn't know that. Um, so I played four games Saturday. 2 and a 35 2 and a 45. So and 45 division we finished 3 and 0, so we finished um, the top two teams make it to the finals on Sunday, so we finished first or second, whatever. Um same goes for uh 35 we placed first in our division with a 3 and 0 record, so I played the semis Sunday morning for that. Then right after our semis game the 45-plus finals was happening. And I got kicked out of that game in the finals because you're not allowed to play two divisions. And a player on the other team that we were playing kind of ratted me out to the refs. I had one shift, and I was playing okay, and that the player went to the refs and the organizer and told him and ratted me out. So I had no – I just went off the ice. I didn't want to try to fight fight it because i knew i was in the wrong right so I skated off and just whatever no biggie so i was waiting for our next game for the 35 plus and i guess the team that we were so supposed to play um forfeited because they didn't have enough players well they had like eight nine guys but they still forfeited because they were all banged up while we only had six guys and we, we were ready to play but yeah, it's kind of frustrating. Well, I was kind of dis I was more disappointed than frustrating that we didn't play, but but I played what seven games already. So I was kind of thank God because I'm pooped. My body's sore. And seven games in, in three days is way too much hockey. So all in all, it was a good weekend of hockey. Um fun to play with Bush. It was fun to play with lot of a um, lot of friends and meet meeting up with uh, friends that I played against. Uh, we played against emo stars. It's a small town west of Fort Francis. I knew some guys on there and we played uh, a team from Sulaco. you knew, knew some guys from there, Mr. Tom Fiddler, So he had a good team. He gave us a really good, good game in the 35 plus semis. So overall it was, it was a fun tourney. I, if you're in the Kenoir area, I totally recommend that the play in that tourney once you're 35 plus, but you're only allowed to play in one division. And I think I'll probably do that next year, obviously, because of the rules change, but but yeah, it was it's it, it was a fun tournament. I'm glad I went to it and played some puck with some buddies. And after that, here's a question: it's like when you go to a tournament and you play like five, six seven games. Do you ever feel hockeyed out like to the point where you just want to say, Oh, the heck with this. Now I just want to retire. I want to just quit hockey and I'm totally done with it. And that's how I'm feeling now. Like to the point where I don't want to play hockey no more That I'm okay. If I just hang up my skates. Um I don't know if it's just because I'm tired and sore, but I think, Lately, I've been feeling like that. Like I've been playing hockey for a long time, so and my body's just slowly, slowly. I don't know. Like takes me longer to recuperate. It's taking longer to not be sore and just for my uh, body to start functioning normal again. But I don't know. Just something I got to start thinking about. <laughs> Because I like as of now I'm done playing hockey for the season and I just I just don't feel like playing them where I'm tired. I don't know if it's just a little phase i am into right now, but hopefully it's tough to say. So as of right now, I'm I'm pooped, I'm done, but we'll see how things turn up because I know I have a hockey tournament in Portage La Prairie and in, in April, so And what two weeks from now so we'll see how I feel in a week but as of right now I just I just don't don't care for hockey and we'll see how that goes so yeah it's still kind of weird that I'm sitting here just talking to myself no bush like my brother is going to work so I couldn't ask him to come on the show and I just totally forgot uh, I was going to text buddy too but wasn't sure if he, if he's available or not so with that being said um, yeah that's it for the show if you guys uh, know anyone that wants to be because of the week or if you want to be because of the week shoot us a message and if you have any show ideas shoot a message at, like I'm more than I'll like uh, you you guys are more than welcome to give us ideas because like I said earlier, any idea is a good idea, and I'm not gonna shoot them down. I'm not gonna laugh at them, and I'll uh, I'll use your guys's ideas. You you guys have helped us so much with this podcast, and so we want to just uh, include you guys. You guys are a big part of this show. So again, just shoot us a message, and we'll uh, we'll help us help you. I guess you can say so. Yeah. So uh, have a good week. Remember, to take care. Eat, take care of each other love each other and respect each other and if you're if you're sick stay home because this this sickness is still around us and just be careful and so all right you guys take care of each other and now uh, we'll see you next week peace